You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, everybody. If you're interested in learning how to leverage LinkedIn for your business, this episode is sponsored by my book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful LinkedIn Users. To get your free copy, just send a text to 44222 with the word seven habits. That's the number seven habits to 44222. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. His name is Darman, and he's a fearless entrepreneur who shares his personal stories of success and failure to help inspire others. He's currently the founder and CEO of Live Glam, which is a cosmetic company that he took from $600 in startup capital to over eight figures in annual revenue in less than two years, right? So on social media, his motivational videos on life and business have been viewed over 2.5 billion with a B times <laughs> and is shared and has been shared by millions of people around the world. So welcome to the show, Dar. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited that you're here because, you know, I think video is such an interesting topic, but there's like anything else, there's a right way and a wrong way. There's some people that spend an enormous amount of time trying to create content and it just, for whatever reason, the messaging is off and it just never goes viral. It never gets any reach. And therefore they get discouraged and they stop, right? Yeah. Well, you didn't stop because in the last, <laughs> in the last couple of years, you've gotten over, or in the last year or two, you've gotten over 2.5 billion views on your content. Right. So today we're going to talk about how to create video content with the power to go viral Okay, with the power to go viral for the right way, right? right. For, the, for the right reasons in the right way to have some exactly. impact, right? So I want to make sure we add that in there. So, but before we do that, give us a quick backstory. Take a minute or two, kind yeah. of how you got here, and then we're going to dig right in. Yeah, I've been an entrepreneur all my life. Lots of successes and failures. I was that kid like selling baseball cards when I was still in elementary school to selling pogs. I don't know how old your audience is if they even know what pogs are to selling burn CDs, always had various different businesses. I started my first official business when I was 19 years old. I opened up a mortgage company and I was helping people refinance their house and purchase homes. But it's before I was even 21, I had three homes. I had like an exotic car. I had about 25 employees. Then the real estate crisis hit. I lost everything, started all over, and then got into real estate, um, scaled up. Um, sorry, real estate and medical marijuana, scaled up like a couple of different businesses around that, ran into some problems in trying to scale that business, ended up failing, starting all over, entered my 30s completely broke, not like not even $1,000 to my name, sort of out of the woodwork, just being at the right place at the right time, ended up connecting with a beauty influencer, we partnered together um, to create content that eventually evolved into creating a beauty subscription box that we've scaled up. We've got over 100 employees now in just three years. And then basically, just recently, I got to the point where I realized, you know, I've learned so much from my success and failure. I should really focus on creating content that can help other people 
Um, so last year I started creating videos and they just within a couple of months, you know, and really figuring out the formula that works, those views started skyrocketing. And now I'm the fastest growing individual content creator on Facebook a year in. So I've had my hands in lots of different things and, you know, lots of different successes and failures, just learning from my mistakes. And now I'm able to use that as sort of an asset to help scale up other businesses and create content that matters. And what's cool is today you're going to share that formula, the things you learned about how you were able to leverage video to become the fastest creator on Facebook and get exactly. billions of views. Right. And so I thought that was a really great topic for the audience because video has become more and more important, obviously, as SEO has gotten more difficult and social media has become more prominent. We've got video on LinkedIn now, and we got video on Facebook, and we got live everywhere and Instagram. So I think people are looking for some help. They're looking for some direction. And I think this is going to be a little bit different than one of those technical interviews where it talks about, you know, you need this kind of camera and you need this, you know, you need to shoot from this angle and all this. This is right, going to be right. a little bit different, right? This that is definitely nothing. Right. Like I literally started shooting on my iPhone. Yeah. Love and it. getting more views than actual production companies. So yeah, you're 100% right. Awesome. Perfect. All right. Well, before we do that, Live Glam, give us a 30-second yeah. infomercial into that because that's really interesting. You met an influencer in the beauty space right. and you said, you know what? I see an opportunity. Let's put this business together. It's a, it's a subscription product? Yeah. Now it's a subscription product. We started creating our own brand of lipsticks, eyeshadow palettes, lots of other types of cosmetics. It all goes into our subscription box. And yeah, it's grown tremendously. Like I, just our Liquid Lipstick Club alone has grown over 400% in the past year. So it's really exploding right now. It's an exciting time. Love it. And that's two years you went to eight figures. Yeah. It, by our, our first year of business, we did about $7 million. I think our second year of business, we did about $11 million. And yeah. this is your is 2019 your third year, third yeah, year? Yeah, we're just completing exactly. Yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice. Very cool. So are you still going to be in the in the teens or are you going to break 20 this year? We're going to break 20. We already Love have this year. Wow. Yeah. Congrats. That's <laughs> yeah, amazing. That's Appreciate amazing. That. Cool. And what's the average subscription price? If you don't uh, mind me asking. Yeah, $19.99. That's sort of, you know, there's different beauty boxes, but they range between like $10 to about 25 plus. So we're right in the middle range. Yeah, it's funny. My my wife bought my daughter one, one of those boxes. I don't know what the brand yeah. is. I have no idea because I know okay. nothing about beauty. But look at me, right? I know nothing <laughs> about beauty. So anyway, I, I bought one of those last year and she absolutely loved it. So yeah. I'm going to definitely point her in your direction to check <laughs> yeah, it out because maybe, maybe she'll want to switch brands this year. So yeah. awesome. Well, listen, a couple questions before we before we dive into the whole concept of video, right? So this business, you've been an entrepreneur for a long time. Right. Okay? You've had a lot of success and failure, right? Like almost any entrepreneur. Very right. rarely does it look like this. It's always exactly. ebbs and flows. And there can be some really low lows, right? Right. So right. if you had to pick one lesson, one thing that you wish you knew about entrepreneurship yeah. before you started, one thing, you can only pick one. I know there's yeah. hundreds, right? I know. You I only know. pick one. So what comes people. to mind? What's the first thing that comes to mind? What's that lesson you wish you knew before you got yeah. started? You know what's crazy is that like my whole life I've been chasing money and I've we were just talking about this right yes. before the show, right? So my whole life I've been chasing money and what's funny is I never held on to it. I, I made money here and there, but I was never able to really become successful. And then it wasn't until I started chasing purpose, like doing something meaningful 
that's when the money just started following. And I know that's sort of known and, you know, that's somewhat right. Do things that are sort of mission led, but in my life, it has proven to be true over and over again. If you start with whatever your passion is and doing something that you really love and believe in, it's much more, it's much easier to get to grow a team that really believes in that mission, to get customers excited about that mission. And then once you start to get the product right, the team right, you understand your customers, the profits just follow. It's inevitable. So a lot of people do things for money and then try to find purpose. I would just say, figure out what really drives you, what really excites you, what gets you going when you wake up in the morning and you think about the vision of what your life can be like. Go out and do that. And then over time, the money will follow. So impact over income, right? Focus on impact over income. That's what we were talking about before we hit record. Awesome. Cool. One more question, then we're going to dive in. If you could have any business superpower, right? You know, if you you could have any business superpower, what would it be? If you had to pick one, what would that business superpower be? Maybe it's something that you're not good at or something that you see other people are really good at and you wish you were good at it. What would it be? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wish I knew how to code, <laughs> even though, um, you know, you can obviously hire a lot of engineers. But outside of that, I would say I would love the ability to clone myself because I've got so many projects that I want to take on all the time. Sometimes I wish that there was two or three of me. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Cloning or coding? Cloning or coding. Awesome. All right, cool. So listen, now I want you to do us a huge favor and listen to the audience, grab a pen and paper, jot down some notes because Dar is going to share you know, his strategy for how to create video content with the power to go viral for the right reasons. We've all seen video content that went viral for the wrong reasons. We all know <laughs> about that. Let's focus in on the right reasons. And that reason you are going to define, whether that be to build your personal brand, whether it is to impact your community, whether that is to highlight your products or services, whatever that is, right? Your right reason is going to be different than everybody else's. So take it away. Yeah, definitely. So would you want me to start with how I got into videos or some tips for scaling up videos or where would you like me to start? I think the biggest part of this, what we'd like to focus on is if somebody were looking to leverage video, right? Right. With the potential of going viral to have an impact on themselves, their business and their audience. Right. How would they go about doing that? Okay. What would be the strategy? I mean, you can you can share some story if you want, but ultimately yeah. some t- maybe some strategy and tactics on okay. how to go from you know from not knowing how to do it now to possibly being able to start doing it after this interview. Yeah, definitely. So first and foremost, like I started with the goal that I wanted to impact as many people's lives as possible. And so I didn't come into this thinking that, oh, it had to be through video content or it was going to be through audio or it was going to be through images or whatever else. And I simply looked at the data and saw that video is exploding at a far faster rate than any other type of content out there. And just even in terms of the overall consumption of the internet, video is leading the way. So right away, I knew that I had to get into video if I wanted to impact the most amount of people possible. And then number two, as video is growing, people's attention spans are shrinking, right? There's so much content that exists out there between all these different platforms. How do you get people's attention? So I knew that my content had to be short and very punchy where it got people's attention right away. So I knew that I was going to start with video content. It was going to be short and punchy. 
And then thinking about all the different platforms that I could go with, I decided to start with Facebook simply because of one major reason. Facebook has a huge advantage that no other platform has to the same level, the share button. That share button is that golden ticket for what I look for in order to scale. Especially if you're a marketer or you're a business person or an entrepreneur listening to this podcast, you know that you know, you're after a certain type of, you're targeting a certain like success metric. And as a content creator, it has to be that share button. And then the second benefit that Facebook has is it's the largest social platform in the world with over 2 billion users. So I knew that all the content I would create would be video, short form, highly engaging, and focused on Facebook right away. So that helped narrow down what I was trying to do. Next, I would start in front of the camera just telling a story about motivation. So let's say I am telling you here, I'm sitting here and telling you, all right, guys, you know what? The key to happiness and living a happy life is gratitude. And here's the five things about gratitude that you've got to know, right? You're interested. Are you hooked? Not necessarily. But then I changed the way that I approach telling, approach creating content to storytelling. And that's what made a huge difference. So check out this variation. I was walking outside and it was pouring rain and I was just thinking, God, how miserable is this? I'm so unlucky. I got to walk in the rain. And then I happen to look over and see a homeless person who was living in the rain. And it reminded me about gratitude and why you've got to be grateful in life. Like that's such a more interesting way to talk about a subject that you care about. So one of the things I realized is you can't tell people, you have to show people. Instead of me telling you a lesson, If I can show that through storytelling and move people emotionally, that's how you get people really excited about your content. So that's sort of like some technical aspects about starting to create content that can really move people. But then also there's certain storytelling aspects too that I can talk about. Yeah. So, you know, there's this old adage that I heard years ago, facts tell, but stories sell, right? People, you know, stories is what get people emotional, right? Mm -hmm. So tapping into that emotion. um, And I think that was a great example of taking a listicle here. Five things you need to know about gratitude versus that story. Perfect, perfect analogy. So keep rolling. Exactly. Yeah. I was thinking about my college experience and I was like, you know, what did I learn sitting through all of those lectures and, and listening to all those professors? And I was trying to imagine the whiteboards and I couldn't remember any of those lessons. But you know what I can tell you about is a lot of stories from college that stand out to me. And so right away, I knew that I had to get into storytelling. So my views were pretty much flat like this. When I first started creating content, my videos would average anywhere from 500 views to about 5,000 views. And for the first three months of content creation, I was pretty stagnant then. But you always have to keep reinventing yourself and to keep trying. Obviously, you also can't give up. You have to keep going because it is a long journey where you're constantly learning and getting better. So once I flipped that switch to no longer just being in front of a camera and just talking, trying to tell people and telling story and switching to telling stories, the view started really exploding. And that's when I started breaking 10 million views, 50 million views, 
a hundred million views with the videos I created. So that power of storytelling is so powerful. And then also you got to be able to move people emotionally. The number one comment that I look for in knowing whether I had a successful video or not is by people saying, this video made me cry or this video was so relatable because it reminded me of something that happened to me during my childhood or during some other part of my life. If you can really hit home for the viewer and move them emotionally, whether that's happy, sad, laughter, whichever way, they have to feel something because that's the only way that they're gonna be driven to share your content. I see. So, so let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let me ask you a question because you hit on an interesting point and it, and the, you know, my brain started firing here. So yeah. I wanted to ask you this. I think a lot of content creators, a lot of my audience is in B2B. I explained that to you up front, right? right? So a lot of the creators, people that are creating content, they're creating content in and around their product right. or their service. And it becomes in a lot of ways there, you can always create stories around, but I think a lot of the people are creating more that listical type of, hey, here's the how-to type content versus right. the story. You know, I think that there's a misconception that in B2B, you can't use that story format for whatever reason. I think, it's, I think there's this misconception that it has to be more straight-laced and, you know, suit and tie and, you know, everything be proper and not, you know what I mean? I just... Can you speak to that for a second? Because I think yeah. there's a misconception in B2B. I really do. Nothing tunes me out faster than watching somebody in a suit and tie try to sell their product or service and come across so professional. Like as of right now, I'm just wearing a basic black tee and a hat. That's pretty much you know how everybody within my businesses function. People want relatable. They don't want that traditional, you know, suit and salesmanship. So if you, especially in B2B, because there's not a lot of people that are doing it the right way, there is such a massive opportunity to reach whoever your end user is in a way that tells a story and moves them emotionally in an exciting and fun way. So yeah, I think it could definitely work for B2B. I would actually love to create some content that way just as a test. If you could come up with a product, I mean, I'm sure I could come up with a story. But you know, there's it's people just like you. Like when I first started on camera, I thought I had to say things perfectly. And I was so worried about the production quality and the sound quality. And you know, everything I had to say had to be so perfect and so memorable. But people would tune out. They would just instantly be like, this guy's selling me something. That's not how real people talk. I used to cut out my ums and uh, like, and this and that. But that's how people talk. That's what's relatable. And so the more natural you can make it sound, the more like someone can feel like you're their friend or you're their neighbor you know, or their peer, that's what you want to go for. Not something that's like stiff and corporate, which is traditionally how B2B marketing is done. Perfect. No, I love that. I think that's I think that's ideal. I think that's perfect. And 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 we may have to talk about that whole yeah. B2B experiment because <laughs> I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. And exactly. as you know, you know, LinkedIn has put a lot of energy and emphasis behind video, particularly exactly. the last year or two with right. native video and live and stuff. So maybe we'll have a conversation about yeah. that and figure out how uh, how we can do a little test there, right? Yeah. I cool. Would love that. Awesome. So what else do you want to add about how to create this? video content that has the potential to go viral. We talked about picking the right platform. Right. We talked about the key metrics being shares, right? right? 
We talked about tapping into their emotion using storytelling. Anything else? So important. Yeah, absolutely. So people's attention span is so quick. If you watch any of my videos, something dramatic happens in the first five to seven seconds. And so if you don't hook them right from the beginning, you've lost. Because here's how people used to consume content. They'll just be sitting on their couch and watching for long, long periods of time. And if you're watching this on video, you can see what I'm doing. But how people consume content now is just scrolling very, very quickly. And how I like to think of it is if somebody is watching a commercial break, right? Commercial comes on because they're watching TV or they're waiting for their kids to come inside of their car outside of their school, or even they're at a traffic stoplight. I'm not saying you should be on your phone while waiting in traffic, but a lot of people use their phone. How do I capture someone's attention where if they just have that 30 seconds or that 60 seconds to really quickly scroll through Facebook or scroll through YouTube or whatever it is, how do you engage them? So something dramatic has to happen right from the beginning that really entices them and pulls them in to want to watch the rest of the video. Another great thing is as you start to develop a brand that people know creates incredible content, people's attention span will start to increase because they know that you're a content creator that creates enormous value. Such as if you see like your favorite type of commercial, like if you're watching the Super Bowl and a Budweiser commercial comes on or something like that, you're going to stick around for it because you know they make amazing commercials. So the more consistently you're able to create amazing contents and brand it as well. Like all of my videos have certain branding where if you're scrolling right away, you know you're watching a Darman video because of the blue that I use or the way that the logo pops at you or whatever it is. So the more consistently you can create awesome content, you can hook them in the beginning, you can move them emotionally, you could build a brand where people know you create something exciting and tell great stories, the more that they'll be engaged with your content and with you for the long run. Yeah, I love that. I love that concept of you got to grab them in the first three to five seconds because you're 100% right. Our attention spans are absolutely shot. You know, you've heard that statistic that a goldfish has a better attention span than the average human. And I don't know if it's true, but I wouldn't doubt it. So anyway, what's the craziest thing you've done as an attention grabbing strategy in one of your videos? Because you've probably done some really wild (laughs) stuff. Tell me, tell me, give me some examples. I've watched some of your videos, but I haven't had the opportunity to really dive into all of them yet. What's the craziest thing? Is everything you can imagine. I mean, so, you know, pretty much a husband walking into a wife who's so excited you know, you don't know what, why the wife is excited, but you can just feel her excitement. And it turns out she's going to tell her husband that she's pregnant, but the husband says that he wants a divorce. You know, like that's the first line is a husband walking in and saying that the wife saying, Hey honey, I really got to tell you something. I'm so excited. And the husband saying, I've got to tell you something too. I want a divorce. And it's like, boom, right? Like I need to figure out what is going to happen or somebody like on a near death experience or, you know, if you create an unanswered question in somebody's mind, then they're going to want to watch the rest of the video to figure out how that plays out. So it's called opening a story loop. Like if I was to tell you, hey, yesterday morning, I was walking to my office and you won't believe what happened to me. I've opened up a story loop now where you're dying to know what the resolution of that is. 
But before I even answer that question, now I'm going to open up a couple other story loops, right? So I'm going to say, I was walking to my office. I encountered this homeless guy. You won't believe what he said to me. But right before I got a call and then I look at my phone and I've got this homeless guy. And so I'm opening up multiple story loops to keep people engaged because you want to know what that payoff is. But those emotional stakes have to be high. So that's why I use on things that really hit home for the general human experience. I'm not talking about a small population because that's who my audience is. And so the storylines that I go with are about kindness, judgment, appreciation, things that every single person can relate to. Gotcha. And every every industry and every business and every product and every niche has those, right? Who doesn't deal with kindness or who doesn't deal with appreciation? right? Is there only a certain type of audience out there that wants to be appreciated? And then, you know, just figuring out how you can sprinkle that product into it. Mm -hmm. So for instance, I just recently, I've got a beauty subscription box and then I've also got my content creation side. So a lot of times, you know, people that are marketers have a product and they're like, great, you've got all these views. What are you doing with it? Number one, if you can just get views in itself is a huge business opportunity. But number two, like I just did a storyline about this boy who wanted to become a makeup artist, but he had a very traditional father who wanted him to play football. And so in that storyline, what makeup do you think the boy is using to become a makeup artist, right? Are Live Glam branded products. So there's definitely ways that you can sprinkle product into the story, but don't have that product be the center of that story. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So people have to understand that you have two really different and distinct businesses. You have Live Glam, which is your beauty box, and then you have your content creation business, which yeah. is very different, very different revenue streams. Little, you know, the audience has some crossover, but a, but definitely some differences there. Exactly. And you've figured out a way to marry them together in a way exactly. to help both both groups. Awesome. Okay, cool. All right. So anything else you want to add about video before we wrap it up for today? I got a couple more questions and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah, I would just say, you know, as a last thing, people really have the ability to create content that matters and moves people. So if you are going to create content, you know, our motto at Darman Studios is we're not just telling stories, we're changing lives. And so if you are going to create video, look at some way that it has some takeaway lesson where someone can gain something from that and become a better person. And they're much more likely to want to share that because they'll want to impact somebody else's life positively as well. So even in the end of every one of my videos, I say, we're not just telling stories, we're changing lives. And when you share my video, you're helping to change lives too. So I'm building the community and then also making them a part of my mission So they're more likely to hit that share button. And then my content just spreads around the world that way. Love it. (laughs) Love it. So there's your little viral loop right there. That's how you get people to help. help. It's a lot of pieces that need to come together. But if you get the content right, everything else falls into place. Even if you don't have like, you know, a handsome face or you're well-dressed or bad lighting or bad sound or whatever it is, if you get the story right, I have seen some of the worst quality videos go super viral simply because it was an inspirational story that moved people. Well, I believe you because you went from zero to 2.5 billion views in about a year. So, so you obviously have figured it out and I hope the audience enjoyed this. A couple questions rapid fire before we go. 
favorite growth tool or software app, something you use on a regular basis to grow your business? Gotcha. I would say monday.com. It's just a project management tool, yep. but it allows us like with so many team members all to be on the same page at the same time. So it helps us grow tremendously. Love it. And give us one book that you would recommend, something that had a significant impact on you and might help the audience. I know it's hard. One's <laughs> oh, hard. I, I, would, I would say Shoe Knight. I mean, um, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. It's an amazing story about how Phil Knight started Nike. Love it. Perfect. Well, listen, Dard, let everybody know how they can connect with you, learn more about you know your other business, your content creation business, how they can connect with you on Facebook, your beauty business. Let them know how they can do that, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah, exactly. If you just search my name, Darman, D-H-A-R-M-A-N-N, I'm on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, everything you guys can imagine. And the beauty subscription box is called Live Glam, one word. Awesome. Listen, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon. All right. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.